It's recording. I can't hear you though. Okay, how about now? Oh, you're good. Okay. Wow. Who would have thought that this would be? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Welcome, everyone. I hope all is well with you guys. I'm your host, Matt Wenz. And I'm Bella Wiseman. We'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the Past the Mic podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> You're probably wondering, why do we see them right now? Why are they in two different places? Why can why is it just audio? Perfect storm. Bell's feeling well, under the weather. Yeah. Fine. I come into the studio, get her all hooked up to the mixer. I'm, I'm testing out everything on my phone. I have her on, everything's good. Look into my bag to reach for the uh, SD card that I record the podcast on, and it's not in my bag and she's not at the bag and everything is just it's just it's just not a good week it's It's not it's it's one bad week into the next but we actually uh, are alive this week we are i sound better than i did last week i sound worse than i did last (laughs) week (laughs) so because i am feeling very under the weather um i am currently in quarantine because I have tested positive so um I've I've been away from everybody I haven't been in contact with with Wentz or anybody so I'm in yeah, quarantine most important thing so yeah I started getting symptoms a couple like four or five days ago and it just it hasn't been good but I was like you know what let me keep myself entertained let me do the freaking yeah. podcast this week just so I have something to do and talk about yep so a little, little bit of some normal normalcy going on so i'm in the studio normally i have the mic up right up against me and the headphones on but not this week so a lot has happened thank the lord (laughs) since the last episode yes a lot lot has happened that we're going to talk about in this episode yes and we actually have some some content to talk about thank the lord so number one and probably the most um i don't i don't want to say important thing but probably the most recent everybody what's got everybody talking is that um Baylor upsets Gonzaga to win the national championship right i don't really want to say upset but what we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about that later um, i think it was an upset and i have to go back to what i said when we first started doing the i think maybe like the second episode or the third episode when i said that Baylor wasn't making it out of the second round I did say that. I apologize. <laughs> they didn't look great in their conference championship. I didn't give them a shot. Props to the Baylor Bears. Yeah, Baylor definitely was the better team that night. Um, I, they they outplayed Gonzaga one hundred percent from mm-hmm. like, from the tip off. Like it, it it just showed. Um, their rebounding is insane. I think that's what helped them get through the tournament so strongly. Um, they just they have big guys. Like their team is just it, they've. They take down any team that, that has come their way. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why people say Gonzaga, I mean, obviously this is the reason why people say like it was such an upset because Gonzaga went, what, it was 31-0, 30-0, right? Before their first loss, yeah. Right, yeah. So, but if you look at the brackets and everything, Gonzaga didn't really have a tough time getting to where they – I mean, the only team that gave them a run for their money was UCLA. Okay. And – if I'm going to be quite honest with you, this is just my opinion. Like, you can disagree with me or people can disagree with me. I think UCLA would have put up a better fight than Gonzaga did with yeah, Baylor. For sure. Like, like you see, like, if Gonzaga, if Suggs didn't hit that last shot, UCLA would have gone to the championship and given Baylor a good run for their money. Yep. But I, I give a shout-out to UCLA. They did an amazing job against Gonzaga, an amazing job. They played so well. And they, they just they fell short literally last last shot. And it really wasn't even by by much either. No, not even. It was it was a it was a it, it was neck beat. and neck. I I thought that you said I was gonna win that game. I really Me did. Me too. I was rooting for them. Me too. Me it too. was, it, but but it's March Madness, like we like I always say, anything can happen. Madness in March. Exactly. So we'll touch back up on that later on in the episode. Um, another top story, Sam Darnold has been traded from the New York Jets to the Carolina Panthers for a sixth round pick in this year's draft and a second and a fourth in next year's draft in 2022. 
So it's pretty safe to assume that the Jets will be picking a quarterback with the number two pick this year. Definitely. Most likely. Definitely. So, um, well, you as a Jets fan, how do you feel about that? I like Sam Darnold. I really do. He didn't have a great offensive line, never had any good offensive weapons for him to work with. Coaching was always changing. He was never given a solid, a good solid season together. He was hurt. You know, he had was his first year he had mono. Yep. And then he hurt his shoulder, I think, was just this year when Joe Flacco had to play a couple games. So Sam Donald hasn't really had any real NFL experience, to be quite honest with you. None whatsoever. Um, Will he get that in Carolina? He's definitely going to have a better offense for sure. He's reuniting with Robbie Anderson. Um, He's getting one. He's getting the best running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey. Right. Um, I think their offensive line is okay. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 all right. I, I don't think they're anything you know special to brag about, but they're definitely not the Jets. No, no, no. And I think that's another thing too that people are so quick to jump on, especially with quarterbacks. Like they don't think of the other aspects that come into being a quarterback. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have good, um, if you don't have good wide receivers or tight ends or t- an old line to begin with, a good old line, just not not even just like a, an outstanding like top tier like old line. Just a decent O-line. A good, like a good, solid O-line. Exactly. And so, and then it just, it, it makes quarterbacks look bad. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, they're not a good quarterback. Well, no, like, you know, you have to look at the other aspects that play into that. And especially if they, you know, maybe the coach too, that they, that, that they don't get along with, or they did, they just don't learn well from them. Like there, there's so many different things that come into being with a quarterback. I think that that's the problem that it was just kind of the, how many different coaches he had. I think he had two, he had Adam Gase who is not a good coach Mm -hmm. and he had Todd Bowles who was an awesome defensive coordinator, but an okay head coach, but you know, it's. Everybody's, uh, everybody's good where their specialties are. So like, if you're like, I'm not saying a a defensive coordinator can't be a head coach because they definitely can be a head coach, but some people just might be better off as a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator, not, not a head coach. With special teams or a right. or specific position coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's um some, I thought that was some pretty big news. Yeah. Because now that really shapes up the draft. Yeah. Because now there's, now there's going to be a, a whole slew of quarterbacks that are, that are going to be taken within the first three and four picks. Yeah. So QBs are going to go quick this year. It's a very QB heavy class. Very quarterback heavy class this is definitely probably this is going to be probably one of the most i want to say like skilled uh drafts probably in the past i mean like if you look back and you look at other drafts that have happened in the past like there are some stacked like draft classes yeah and this year it's going to be like mostly qbs well last year was a really stacked wide receiver class yeah exactly they had a really a lot of good really good wide receivers last year yeah exactly so this year is going to definitely be interesting and love gonna love to see where everybody's gonna end up. Yep. So it'll be fun. I'm very excited for that. Yes, and it's also gonna be that uh, 17 game season too. So. Yep. So 2021-2022 season is looking. It's gonna be great. Gonna be a good season. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So uh, another top story: the new Space Jam trailer has come out with LeBron James, Space Jam Two. We're gonna I get in. We're going to get into that because that's a segment. I well, We could talk about that later. Yeah. And so we're going to segue from the last top story into the first segment that baseball is back, baby. Baseball is back. Welcome it's back. Better than ever. We missed you dearly. Did. I mean, I, did. I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, I no, I I. Baseball was good last year, but the 60 games starting in July was like, ah. Way too short. Way too short. I currently have my Yankees sweatshirt on right now, so. I just came from practice, so don't (laughs) don't look at me, please. But, um, no, uh, fans are finally back in in the stands. In some places, it's 20%. And in some places, it's 100% capacity. Capacity, but, the joys of COVID, everybody. Um, so we're going to kind of 
go around the league a little bit. Uh, Red, the Red Sox dropped their first three games at Fenway, and that was the first time in franchise history that that has ever happened to. Can we get some snapping of the fingers, please? <laughs> and it's, what's even better is that they lost to the Orioles. Yeah, like, dude, the Orioles, like, oh, my God. However, and I mean, just, just saying, guys, real quick, uh, Yanks have them down 2 on the series as of right now. So just saying, just saying. But anyway, so some good news out of that series is that the Orioles' first baseman, now Trey Mancini, played his first baseball game post-colon cancer diagnosis and treatment. So, and he had a really good series against the uh, the, the Sox. He had a couple of hits, uh, <laughs> a couple of runs, scored a couple of runs, made some pretty good defensive plays. So it's stuff like that around baseball that you miss. Yeah. You know, you, you miss seeing these veterans that have been out of the game for a while, and now they're finally back and they're – they're doing what they what they used to do and it's it's good good for the soul yeah and it's just good to see things like that especially like coming back from cancer like you would think like oh after cancer like you're never going to be the same well look at or an injury or he's playing he's playing professional baseball like Mm. like it's 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 good for the soul like you said good for the soul uh what else happened around the league um Shohei Otani oh man well, he had a great first outing against the White Sox in the first inning of the game. It was all about Shohei Otani. He had he threw a 101.1 mile an hour fastball. That was like the fastest thrown pitch in like the first four games of the season. And then in the bottom of the first, he was DHing, it hit second, and hit a 451 foot solo bomb. And I was watching the game. I was watching the game and I was like, <clears throat> I was watching with my dad and we're sitting on the couch and I'm like, and he hits it. And my dad was like, Oh, oh he my got, Lord. Got it. And he was like, he said that ball to the next lifetime. Yeah. It was was a... like, and my dad was like for a pitcher, like, wow. He, oh yeah. Nobody like that was like, I think in the first time in 118 years that a pitcher batted second. Wow. But like, like you and you just heard it off the sound of his bat. It was you were like it was a it was oh uh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful it was, crack. Oh my it was, god! It was it great. Was gone. It was great. It was I, like I was just like I'm sitting there in awe. I'm like, Dad, you saw that? He's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm still looking. For, I'm still. <laughs> I'm, looking I'm for watching the, the same game you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's another thing. You don't see that many pitchers, at least in the National League, that that can hit great. You know the only. The only good ones that I, that I kind of think of is Jacob Degrom, just a little bit. Yeah. He's a pretty good pitcher, and he's he's a, he's not a pretty good pitcher. He's a phenomenal pitcher. He's but, probably one of it, it, one of if not the best pitchers in. Baseball. Oh yeah, he's my Cy Young favorite, as always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the National League. But like to see a pitcher hit a ball like that, or just even like and, do well, so was, well with hitting, like mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. It's uh, just was... wow. It's like, what else can you say? It's like your speeches. It's like wow. Yeah, I know. I but it's it's good to see that because when your favorite team is not in the national, well, they're in the American League. Yeah. So they they have a DA. Shohei Otani normally does not hit. Right. So it's it's really it's, it's a treat to see you know your pitcher hit, and and when it's a an American League versus an American League team. Right, yeah. It was it was a good game. To, to say I thought it was a really good game. They went on to win the game 7-4. And Shohei Otani went five innings. So, he did he had a pretty uh, good outing. He had a he had a good he put on a good show. He did. He did. All right. So, any other baseball thing you want to talk about? Um just how the Yankees have been smoking that Oriole pack. They they haven't they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, and Stanton's grand slam. Oh you want to talk? You want to talk about moonshots? He hit a oh four hundred seventy-one. Lance Armstrong could have caught that back in nineteen sixty-nine. <laughs> it would have been. Like, it would have been the first step on the moon, and then the first you know, out. <laughs> I was. I was watching the game with my family, and um. Judge had hit a solo shot, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he had a great that. game too uh, on Tuesday. He, 
he his first like the first three games against the the Blue Jays they they did a little rough. They they struggled. Um, uh, I'm not and I'm not just point. I'm not just picking out Aaron Judge, but all of them struggled. Gary Sanchez had a pretty good series though. Gary Sanchez had a good series. Um, and because they were, they I mean they were expecting him to come back because he had a, he didn't have the greatest season last yeah. year. No, I mean considering it was only sixty games, but mm-hmm. like he struggled with a lot of things. But him, you know, he had a he what two home runs in the in the series. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so, oh in the series, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to see him. Do do that well is really nice. Yeah. Um, but so I was watching the game and Judge had hit a home run and, and my brother was like, "All right, now it's time for Stanton to hit a grand slam." So he's sitting there and like he was just like going over like March Madness stuff, March Madness stuff, and look at the brackets, and I see I see I see him swing in the ball. I'm like, I don't know where it went, yeah. and my dad's like, "He got it! He got it!" <laughs> I mean, I don't, those are those are like one of those no doubters where it's like, yeah, no duh, he got it. Like, like it was just like I don't think that I don't think the ball landed yet. That's up for you guys to decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yanks, Yanks are they're doing pretty well for their first now five games. Tonight will be their sixth game. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I I really want them to do well this season. I think I don't want do I don't want them to choke in the playoffs like they have been doing for the past I don't know how many years. But it 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 all depends on how how healthy everybody is. Yes, and uh, that's and that's been the problem with the Yankees is them staying and healthy. not just just the Yankees too the the Mets too. There they you know they also have some some bullpen issues but yeah. Other than that, I mean, did you see they took the Grom out, right? Was, they took was, the Grom out after seventy-seven pitches, and they were like, he threw an absolute gem, only yeah. allowed two runs, and yeah, they were talking about it on the Michael K show. I was watching it um, yesterday, and they were like, not just baseball, but just sports in general. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're they're getting so soft on everyone. Yeah, like seventy-seven like pitches, like. He could have gone more. I, I like he's like he's and Michael K was like, I, I know that he could have gone more. I'm sure he knows that he could have gone more and that maybe they wouldn't have lost that game. Mm-hmm. Just maybe. Like taking him out at 77 pitches, like, come on. Really? And, and, I, and I think even too, like, I think we, we had talked about this previously, or I had talked about it with someone. They're like even football is getting soft. See, football is a really physically demanding sport. So if, you know, if you say, hey, coach, I need this, I need to rest, you know, uh, I don't even know how how baseball rest works. Like, you can't really sit out a game to rest right. unless it's the very last game and right. you're a playoff team. Right. So, you know, it's like, all right, I don't want to, I can't, you know, they I, obviously they limit the number of snaps that a person takes. Yeah. For basketball, it's the amount of minutes you get. Baseball, all right. You you go five innings, we'll take you out. It it varies from sport to sport, but still, you know, it's depending on the sport. Each sport is both is very physically demanding, yeah. regardless of the sport you play, and you you want to make sure that your body is fresh and it's ready to go. And if you're on a on a playoff or a championship contending team, you want to make sure that you can perform at your the highest level when you need to. Right. Exactly. So. so- but I mean, take taking him out. And yeah, I don't out. agree with taking him out after seventy-seven pitches. I would have maybe pushed him to maybe ninety. It's very. It, it used to be a common occurrence that your starter goes hundred pitches. Now, if your starter goes hundred pitches, he's pitched at least nine innings. Yeah. So, exactly. but still, so, 70, I don't even know how many innings Degrom went. Um, was it five or was it six? I don't know, but still, seventy-seven pitches in six innings. Is high, yeah. But but even that, though, was, that was up to the Mets management, and they did what they did. So yeah, I, and their fan base did not agree with it. No, but not at all. I don't agree with it either, and I'm not even a Mets. Yeah. I know me either. So, I mean, I guess it's the way the game is changing. But I don't. Yep. Uh, I think the game in the way that it's changing is going down a route. I don't think it should be going. Well, they're 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 experience the league's experience is experimenting. I'm sorry. Uh, experimenting a whole lot of things in minor leagues like they're doing the they're it's like little things like the bases are going to be bigger okay. um i know for like low a 
low like single A, they're having like an automatic ball strike system. Oh, wow. So I don't know. How, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, yeah. There, the pitch clock that's new. A pitcher has I think uh, twenty seconds right yeah. to uh-huh. make that pitch. Um, yeah. In in double A, I think. Um, when when the when the pitcher sets himself, he can only check the runner at first base or whatever base twice before the third time. If he doesn't get him and pick him off, then it's a bulk. So that runner advances to second base or um, wherever they are on the base. Yeah, so I mean there are things that are changing that are gonna either make the game more enjoyable or make the game go by a little bit faster. Yeah. But there are also some things that I don't necessarily agree with. Um and that my opinion like doesn't matter but like in terms of just the people and the fan base of baseball like it's it's not going to be as entertaining if you're doing things that are going to make it not entertaining you know what i'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. or even just for the players like it's not enjoyable for them yeah. you know so but we'll see what happens as the season goes on yes we still have a whole season to go so should be a wild one yep yep all right so moving on back yeah. to baylor and their championship run Baylor goes on to ruin Gonzaga's perfect season, the March Madness tournament. Uh, I don't remember what the score was, but it was a blowout. Yeah, oh, it wasn't it was. a blowout, but it was more than 15 points. Well, I mean, Baylor would go like there was – they were up by at least 20 or a little over 20 at, at, at some point. So yeah. it, it was a blowout. It really was. I mean, Baylor outplayed Gonzaga 100%. For sure. For sure. Like, without a doubt. And like we had talked about before, like, I don't want to say, like, I don't really want to say it was an upset. It was, though. It really was. Everybody had, I had Gonzaga winning that game, no problem. But after, after, I'm going to, I'm going to take that back. After that game against UCLA, I was like, wait a second. You guys beat him on a buzzer beater. Why couldn't you put them away in regulation? You had you had to go overtime to beat them. So, uh, but okay, fine. Maybe you had an off game. You go to the you go to the national championship. You're playing against Baylor, who beat <clears throat> Hartford, Wisconsin, Villanova, and Houston before they played Gonzaga, and their average margin of victory for those games was fifteen point six points per game. Baylor just shut everybody down. Yep. Everybody down. And I think like the main reason I think cuz even when I when I watched them and not even not just in the national championship but just like the games leading up to it, mm-hmm. like I said before, their offensive rebounding is insane. Yeah. Insane. They're a very good rebounding team. Like they have big And guns. a good defensive team. Yeah, they're a great defensive team. Great defense. Like how many? They had so many blocks in the championship game. It was ridiculous. It was. I was like, Jesus Christ, where are these guys coming from? Like they, like they, they hustle down the court. They're fighting for loose balls. They're making sure like any 50-50 ball is theirs. Mm-hmm. And they, they took that game into their own hands. And, and that's the wins championships. Defense exactly. wins championships. And I, I, I'm not saying Gonzaga. And I'm not saying Gonzaga thought that. I mean, I think after they played UCLA, they were like, okay, UCLA almost beat us. We got to get our, excuse me, we got to get our shit together. Yeah. Like we, we almost lost our opportunity to go to the championship. But I just, like Baylor was like, this is ours for the taking. Yeah. It, 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 it's plain and simple. That's just the way it is. And you know, it's so funny because at this whole tournament, they, they dominated everybody, all of that. And in a new poll released on Tuesday, ESPN ranked the Bears 11th in an AP poll. Wow. You want to hear who was one, two, and three? Yeah, go ahead. What was that? No, it was, it was a, like a coupon code text message. I don't oh, know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so number one was Gonzaga. Number two was the UCLA Bruins. Okay, fine. But number three really got me. You want to know who number three was? Okay. The Purdue Boilermakers. Yeah. What? 
Baylor is ranked 11th. The, the defending national champions were ranked 11th in this poll. Yeah. And I, had to, I had to like stop for a second. <laughs> it's a real head scratcher, but you know what? I was on Instagram yesterday and Stephen A. Smith was going on about how ESPN put out uh, the best, the top five, no, top 25, under 25 basketball players. Mm-hmm. Number one was Luka Doncic. Number two was Zion Williamson. And number three, it's always, it always seems to be this number three spot that they just get it wrong. They put LaMelo Ball. Over Devin Booker, Ben Simmons. Oh wait, I did see and this. Jason Tatum. I'm like, and people, people were going ballistic. I was like, what is this list? Yeah, what is this list? I want to know who makes the list. Who? I know, but Stephen Stephen A was very vocal about having them getting drug tested and making sure that they're mentally equipped because <laughs> I'm I, I I agree with them. I yeah, I do too. LaMelo Ball doesn't deserve to be on that top 10. I'm very sorry. No. He's a no. good player. He, yeah. He's a good player on a on a franchise whose owner is the best player in basketball yeah. history. Like, that's it. Michael Jordan's the best. Yeah. What you learn from Michael Jordan and what you apply to your game in basketball is obviously going to make you a good player. Oh, without a doubt. Are you better than Ben Simmons right now? No. no. Are you better than Luka Doncic right now? Absolutely not. Are you better than Donovan Mitchell? Absolutely not. I don't think this just keeps going on and on he, and he on. Shouldn't even, he shouldn't even be in the same category as Doncic. Like I, I don't no. I I honestly don't even know if he's top 15. Like they only show top 10, but <sighs> yeah, I'd say I'd say he may be possibly makes top 15 maybe he, he probably does make top 20 for sure i'll give him top 20 mm-hmm. I, I just have to see the full list i didn't get a chance to look at the full list i so so i personally don't like him i i i don't oh, you don't like lonzo ball oh uh, lamello i'm sorry i don't like lamello ball i don't mm-hmm. i don't like him period do i think he's a good basketball player yes but I think he thinks that he should be where he was just listed. I, I, I don't think so. I like ball, the the Ball brothers are very Lonzo. Lonzo, Lonzo is okay. Lonzo, I think, is more humble than anybody in his family. I oh, also think that his Lavar is just a complete nut job. Yeah, he's his, their he's dad. Lavar is just. Out of, and I think, out of his I think mind. He, I think he puts into his son's head that, that they're the best that to ever walk this earth, which is not the case. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, that's that's not true. Like, your sons are not uh, a gift from God. They're not. I'm sorry. But, yes, I, I, I shout it. Like, I'll give you credit. Like, both, like, two of your, two out of the three of your sons are in the NBA. Like, congrats. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. But, they're getting the hype that they don't deserve. Yeah. LaMelo, LaMelo, he's averaging 25 and five when he, before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good numbers. Yeah. For a rookie, those are really good numbers. Yeah. Lonzo is more of a facilitator. Definitely passes the ball more. Lon- LaMelo is a scorer. Yeah. So they're two different players. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of either of them. I don't know why, but they just don't. I just don't. I don't like their style of play. I don't like. Yeah, me either. I just don't. I, there's very little for me to like about them. Yeah, I. Me too. I agree. I just like. I think the only thing that I respect about Lonzo, I think, is that he's a little bit more humble, and that I think he's, um, he's more of a team player than his brother Lamelo is. Like he, like Lonzo, I think he sees the court. Like his court vision is like, really is, and his his basketball IQ is through the roof. Oh like, yeah, he's, he's like I he's said, a he's a phenomenal passer. Yeah, really yeah. Like when you need a play, if you need somebody to run a play, you get the ball to Lonzo, and then yes. you, you just gotta. He's gotta. He's an I orchestrator. Think, I think that's why I have a little bit more respect for him because he's yeah, a, he's a good player in that sense, and I but and he's I respect also players like that. Experience in the league too. 
Right, exactly. And I think, you know, LaMelo, what, this is his first year, second year? Yeah. Sorry, first year, second year in the league? No, it's his first year. It's his rookie. Okay, so, and putting him as... Number three. Uh, I don't know. I need, I need, I, I would love to know what that person who made the, what, what pack they're smoking. I would, I would love to know. Please inform me, please, please. Oh, it won't make COVID go away, just letting you know. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> All right. So speaking of things that we do and don't like, this Space Jam trailer has come out. All right. Hold on. I got to find myself here. <clears throat> So Space Jam trailer came out this week. Discuss what you like about it, Belle, and what you don't like about it. Okay. So I watched Space Jam, like the original one, like for the first time. I don't even remember. It was like when I was younger. And I really liked it. Like I like older, like I I tend to like like those like older vintage movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like watch that movie on replay. Repeat, yeah. It was good. I really, really liked it. And like when I hear or when I heard and when I saw that they're going to remake Space Jam with LeBron James. I was like, oh. yeah, I like a part of me was like, <laughs> a part of me was like, mm, OK, like I'm going to watch it. But that was it. also that was also like two years ago that they said that. Yeah, so it's, it's been in the making for a while. I thought work. it was just a bluff. I was like, oh. No, yeah, no, but I had a, I had a feeling it was gonna happen, um, but I, I see I don't know because to to see that they're gonna remake it with LeBron James and now people are gonna be like, oh, I mean like to, what it looks like to me is like he's trying to be like Jordan and. Uh, I, people, a lot of people are gonna have a lot of things to say about the new Space Jam. I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna watch it because I want to compare it to the first Space Jam. Oh. So um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna watch both again. So I'm gonna watch the first Space Jam and then I'm gonna watch the second, and I'm gonna compare it. See, like maybe they, they, they're bringing some of the like aspects of the first movie into the second movie to still make it Space Jam what it is, mm-hmm. you know, but. I don't know what people are going to have to say about LeBron. I mean, I know a lot of people are excited that LeBron's going to be in it. So it's going to get a lot of... Um, oh, it's going to like it's gonna do better in the box office. It's going to make way more money than what the other one did. No. That, that is for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But I, something that I like about it is that it looks it, it looks a lot more modern. Yes. Um, you know, the which, cartoon which, graphics um, look awesome. Right, which it should. It's, it's 2021, like... Yep. Graphics with movies are insane. Yes, so. and even even Bugs Bunny and like the 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 Looney Tunes, they look really good. Yeah, like they look, they look in the trailer. Look, it looks really cool. Yeah, it look it look graphics wise, it looks awesome. Yeah, I think that it. I would definitely go watch it for that with the with the other stars that are going to be in there: Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, and then that um one other girl from. From the WNBA, what's her name? Deanna Tarusi or something. Uh, her name. I don't know her name, but she's but she's in there too. Okay. So it it looks pretty good. I like I like the graphics and all of that. But for me, they gave you a little bit of the storyline. Yeah. And I think it was like LeBron's son goes missing, and he has to play back for his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could I be. I could that. be. I could be wrong. I watched because I, I saw I see the trailer in commercials, but then I watched the trailer on YouTube, and I think like that's what it. It's some, it's something along those lines. It, yeah. I, at least I think that's what it is. So that's what I'm interpreting it to be. Right. But that storyline doesn't make much sense for me. The mm. first one opens up with Michael Jordan retiring. Then he goes and he plays baseball. Then he gets sucked yeah. into the Looney Tunes world and has to play basketball. Plays basketball, wants to get his friend's talent back, and winds up, what I feel, falling back in love with basketball to the point where I'm coming out of retirement, I want to keep playing. Right. And then the movie ends with him playing with the Bulls again. Right. That that storyline makes sense to me. Yeah. 
that's it. It didn't make sense to me back when I first watched it. Right. But now when I had to, when I actually had to analyze it for this episode, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. That's what it was really about. Not yeah. just, you know, oh. So yeah. I, I think, in, I think that just for that reason, I'm, I'm going to like the original more than the second one. Yeah. It's the, I mean, every. Brian James is not Michael Jordan. Yeah, no. It's like I mean, Michael every... Jordan, Le- LeBron James down here. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, LeBron James, Michael no, Jordan. No, no, but it's like. I mean, no, no, no. Argument, I'm, not, no, no, no. I'm... I'm not saying that you, that you're saying that, but just to me, that argument just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. So we're going to have to get somebody that agrees with that. So anybody that's a LeBron James fan out there, actually, you know who's a LeBron fan? Who I argue that uh, Jordan is better than LeBron all the time yeah. is Ray. Oh. And Ray, shout out to Ray, won the bracket challenge, the March more the match. Oh yeah, congrats, March, Ray! Wow, excuse me, March Madness bracket tournament. Yes. So he just beat out Ryan by two points. I saw that. Yeah. So congratulations to Ray. Yes. Um, Thank you to everybody who participated. We really appreciate yes, it. Little side note for that. Um, but yeah, so th- I think that's that's how I feel about the new trailer. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna go and watch it. Oh, um, I mean, whether whether if it's in the theaters or wherever it comes out on, I'm gonna watch it because I want to compare it and then and then see. I don't know. I I feel like my dad's definitely gonna want to watch it. Actually, I don't know. Because like he's gonna be like, no, Michael Jordan's better. Why would I want to watch if it's, if LeBron's it? Ah, actually, I don't know. I'll have to ask him and see if he if he'll watch it. Maybe I'll go see it with him. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like it's it's definitely like I, I I would love to see the reviews once it comes out. I definitely would want to see the reviews before it comes out. But I don't know. I'm just stubborn and petty about it's just not gonna be good because it's not LeBron. I I, I, lot of, I think a lot of people are gonna feel like that too. So, <sighs> so that's right. that. that's that's that segment. All right, <clears throat> moving along. On this day in sports history, so on April seventh, two thousand and three, the sixty fifth NCAA men's basketball champion was crowned, and Syracuse beat. Your beloved Jayhawks, Kansas Jayhawks, 81 to 78. And Carmelo Anthony was named the most outstanding player of the tournament. Yeah. King of New York. King of New York. King of New York. So, wow. It, that, that was 18 years ago. That was when... We, were in, we don't even remember that because we were just little baby babies. We were just born. I was just born. You were born in January. I was, I was a couple months old, but I, I don't. I was like two. Maybe a week and a half. I was, I was two, three weeks old. <laughs> Your dad was sitting in front, was like holding you, watching. Too. <laughs> I can just see him doing it. I can't. Yeah, no, that was that. That, that definitely would have been my dad. Um, yeah, that's wow. Eighteen years ago. It seems Kansas, like so like, long ago, but like, like I know it kind of does, and Kansas still sucks. Yeah, I mean, I now I can't really be. I mean, I can't really be a Kansas fan anymore. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because I am now go. I will be attending soon. Well, in, in the fall, Seton Hall University. Seton Hall, you're saying it while I'm doing the drum roll. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens when we're not in the studio together. Everything is all messed up. Yeah. It's just it's just bad. It's just yeah. Bad. So the only good thing about this is that we're experimenting the video and the the you know the visual aspect of podcasting. Right, because I, I mean I'm gonna be going away for college. You're gonna be home. I mean we I we could definitely I could definitely come home visit. We could catch up. We could go to the studio record. I mean, I just have to remember to bring the SD card with me and we would have been fine, but that's my, that's me, that's me, that's me. That's a neck. So. All right, right. uh, do you want to do some questions of the day? We can do some questions of the day. Let's pull these up. Pull out my handy dandy. We had actually a lot of, there was a couple good questions that I got. 
on uh, both my own and on the podcast one. So you you want to do like I'll do one from my own, you do all yours from yours, and then I'll go to the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. So um these some of these are fun. I just saw your story now about the <laughs> oh the Stephen A, yeah. So all right, I'm so this repost, I'm gonna repost it on my story right now. <laughs> all right, so this is this is a good one. Gonzaga was the favorite to win March Madness from the very beginning. What went wrong? Wow. Um, I mean, we just talked about it, but. You know, there was actually one thing that I actually didn't get to touch upon that I was. Okay. I forgot to mention. Baylor's part of the Big 12 conference, right? Yes. So that's one of the power five conferences in, in, in the nation. Yeah. Gonzaga is part of the West Coast Conference? Yes. Who's in the West Coast Conference? Gonzaga. That's it. Nobody exactly. I don't I don't know anybody else. Yeah. Like they don't really have any regular they don't competition. Have good competition at all. And the only person that the only the only person, I'm sorry. The only team that I think that they probably would have had trouble with was UCLA. And they're Pac-12. Like that's what I'm like I think that that's definitely one reason um also, there's there's one of those tweets where it's like Gonzaga, um, we had like a whole undefeated season or whatever, and then it was Baylor. We lift with the football team. Yeah. Something like that. It was some yeah, some yeah, crazy. Yeah. But they just they were in shell shock that they had to play a good team because they haven't they really haven't played a great team until that's, Michigan. That's right? the thing no, that like UCLA played Michigan. Yes. Good, good. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> Gonzaga, who did Gonzaga play? Did they play Iowa? Might they might have? Yeah. Do I still have my app? I don't know, but still, regardless, they didn't really play a great game until UCLA in the Final Four. That's the thing. Like you can't play teams, blow them out by 20, 30 or whatever, to blow them out, period, and then go to the what, what, Final Four, right? Yeah. And play a team just... A number 11 seed who was a play-in. They were a play-in. To- Imagine you just- if they went to the championship. If, if they, if they would have beat Gonzaga, I think they should have just handed them the national championship right there, whether they lost to Baylor or not. Oof. Where are you going? Sorry, I had to move my thing. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like the fact that they they only beat UCLA with a buzzer beater shot, dude. Like, come I on. Know. I don't know. You can't. You can't. Like, you have to be prepared for things like this. Like, they don't. They don't play comp. They don't have good competition in the regular season. And then when they get to March Madness, their 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 road to the championship was easy until they got to the final four. It was easy. It was a piece of cake. They blew every team out that they played. Yeah, but you know what? Also not to say that that Baylor's was any harder. I mean they no. played Hartford. I mean Wisconsin was a good team. Villanova, I'm surprised they went into the uh Nova did pretty 16. good. I can't believe they went to the Sweet 16. But they didn't like Baylor had to play Arkansas, took care of them. Yep. An SEC team. Houston I think they're they're big Big Twelve, right? Or are they Big Ten? Houston. Um, I don't know. They, I don't even know. But still, but Houston, Houston, Houston did really well. Team. They were number two seed. They were a good team. They had to they had to play for that. And the fact that they, like I said, they beat every team by more than fifteen points. They took out Houston. They took them out. So, is it's very deserving that Baylor won, but. I think that's what went wrong. That Gonzaga just wasn't used to like the the competitiveness. Yeah. Like yeah, that, you know, so. close game feel. Yeah. I think so. so. All right, what do you got? All right. So I mean, I, since we're just going off of uh college basketball, is um do you think Zags are overrated? And mm. I don't I don't want to say they're overrated. No. But I don't think they're overrated. They're a really good team. No, they yeah, have, gonna, they have a bright I'm future. They're gonna, gonna have gonna, a, they're gonna have at least two players from this team go to the league in this year's draft. I'm gonna so. give them that. I'm gonna give them that. But like we just said, they didn't have competition well, up until the final four. 
That's fair. That's that's very fair. But you can't deny that they're they're not they're they're a Final Four team. They are. They're a national championship team. They are. So I don't think they're overrated. I just think that that this year, because they could only play in their conference, that it was just it was just one of those things where you know if they could have played out of conference they would have played North Carolina they would have played Baylor they would have played all these big name programs and like, like they like, normally do and like let's say COVID wasn't a thing right I, I'm I, I I would hope to think that some of these top teams like Duke and North Carolina and Kansas and Kentucky, and Kentucky all those teams would have probably been those top tier teams as they should be because they're those big name schools they wouldn't have struggled as they did this year right and I feel like maybe the road to the championship would have been a little bit more interesting with having all those teams go far I don't think all Roberts would have been in there Mm -hmm. Uh, like some of the teams that you don't really hear about I mean I would have loved to see like Oral Roberts be like um Kentucky or Duke like that that would that would be interesting that would be really interesting but we're unfortunately still dealing with this pandemic and things change and the way teams and blah, 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 like things just happen. And like this year's March Madness was definitely one to remember because you have teams like Oral Roberts, who's ever heard of them? I've never heard of Oral Roberts until this, this, this year's tournament. Uh So like, it's, 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 I mean, it's nice to see new teams, you know, and to see them go so far, like, kudos to them for going so far like to begin with um but like it's like oh like you don't get the rush of having like North Carolina Kentucky playing each other you know what I mean but I think that's also something for Oral Roberts now because they've been on that national stage hey I wanted to play for Oral Roberts and it's just like like that's how like Loyola Chicago I feel yeah like they're starting to become one of those powerhouse programs where they're they're gonna make the the tournament almost every year they're going to win the missouri valley and they'll, they'll i be hope leaving. i hope they i hope their program continues to grow because they're definitely a great program mm-hmm. they've had a lot Very of well coached they yeah they've had a lot of national attention coming from like the what was it the 2019 2018 tournament mm-hmm. yeah 2018. Like 2018 like that was insane like they were a cinderella story and I really hope that they're not just a Cinderella story every time they come to the tournament. Like, they're a team to look for and a team to watch when it comes to the tournament. Mm. All right. Any other questions? All right. Um, somebody said Mets blown lead, smiley face. That was, that was funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go to the podcast. Predictions for American League MVP and National League MVP. So this is, is basically. It is. It is Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Um, we'll go. We'll go American League first. Okay. Make my life a little easier. American League MVP. Yeah. Are you actually thinking about this? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Are you? No. Oh, because I like, because like, I, I want to think and I want to give a name, but like, season just started. Mike Trout? I want to, I want to. Like, is this, name. is this not a yearly no, thing that Mike Trout is just always that? No, he always, always. Sure, I mean, like, come on. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But like, I want to just, I want, like, I wish like there was like another name that I could put with him that would be a, like, give him a good run, you know? But yeah, Mike Trout, like guys. Who else? Who else comes close to Mike Trout in the American League? Mike Aaron Trout. Judge, if he's healthy. Yeah. John Carlson, if he's healthy. Jose, uh, no, yeah, Jose Abreu on the uh, White Sox. He's okay. the reigning AL MVP. Mhm. If he stays healthy. And that's the thing too. Like people don't stay healthy. Like I mean, if and then you yeah, have people that come out of left field, and all of a sudden there. In the, in the conversation. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of people saying, like, dude, Mike Trout. Just Mike Trout. All right, so that's AL. NL. NL? I don't know. Who would you say? 
There's a couple people that I like. I like Mookie Betts. I like Fernando Tatis. I like Jacob Degrom. But I know pitchers have their own Cy Young. Like that's yeah. whatever. But I would have Degrom as for for Cy Young. <laughs> but I don't know. Like if he really does that well, then I I don't see why he shouldn't win both. Has that ever happened? I don't know. That would be really interesting if you. Um. Let's take a look here. Has anybody ever won both the Cy Young and MVP? MVP. And MVP in the same year. Yeah. Clean Kershaw. Wow. Oh, I didn't even think of him. He's the 10th baseball. He's the 10th pitcher in baseball history to win both the Cy Young and MVP honors. Wow. Oh, yeah. So it could be possible. I definitely think that pitchers should get more recognition. <laughs> recognition. Roger pitcher. Clemens did it in 1986. Mm-hmm. Willie Hernandez in 1984. It just there's a whole there's just a bunch of old heads. Oh, Justin Verlander did in 2011. Okay. Clayton Kershaw 2014. Sandy Koufax in 63. And Bob Gibson in 86. Oh, no, 68. All right. So yeah. So, so it's done before. It can happen. It can happen. So all right. So I'd like to see Degrom do it then. Yeah, I I like to see that happen. I think that'd be really interesting. So yeah. All right. Well, wow. This is this is a very interesting episode. I do I do have to say I do like doing it just with the mic and me too. Headphones. I can't wait to be back in there. I, I don't like being here. I enjoyed like by myself. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. It's it's quiet. So yeah, it's it sucks. I mean, it was I weird not seeing you just run away and then get all the codes wrong. It was weird. I was like, wow, it's so quiet in here. What the heck? <laughs> well, hopefully next week we can get back in the studio. Yeah. Or hopefully next week I just remember to bring the SD card and we don't have to, you know, worry about this. That too. That too. That would be nice. But no, yeah, I think definitely next week we'll, I mean, I'll be out of quarantine and I'll be hopefully, you know, recovered and you can remember an SD card and we can get an episode up on... On Spotify and all the other... On Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those good things. But we got to work with what we have. We do. So this one, all right, so this is going to be our first... uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this first yes. Um, visual yes. um, podcast. Don't get used to it. But yeah, no, I, I, I like the, the podcast. I like the audio much. better. So. <laughs> All righty, guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Stay safe, okay? Yes. And until next week. Yes, thank you, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>